Hey friends, last December, Gaurav introduced us to a new Azure service, Azure Purview. He showed us how Azure Purview scans and maps all of your data, no matter where it is. Azure Purview is now generally available and Gaurav is back to show me what's new and what's on the roadmap today on Azure Friday. Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman and it's Azure Friday. We're back with Gaurav Malhotra, who's gonna to talk to us about Azure Purview and what's new and what's coming. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Thanks, Scott, for having me back. So I want to come back to the show and today talk about Azure Purview and what we have done in the last six months since I came to the show for the first time and talked about Azure Purview. So as we know, data is the most strategic asset and more and more companies are using data to gain intelligent insights. But along with that, they also want to make sure that the data is being used in a compliant fashion. So we are seeing this emergence of a role called Chief Data Officer, where the data governance aspect in the organization is becoming increasingly interdisciplinary. As we know, everything starts with knowing what data you have in your organization. So more and more companies are looking to have this role where the chief aspect is to make sure that there is a centralized place to discover your data so that you, you can know what is the data you have, where did that data come from, all the way to the other side of the spectrum where you want to understand the risk profile of the data. You want to make sure that the data is being used in a governed way, in a compliant manner. And also you are essentially being compliant to the regulations like CCPA, GDPR, and all of that. So with that, uh, as you know, we uh, launched Azure Purview and the goal was to take away all of those manual tasks and automate it for organizations so that A, they can create a unified map of data across their entire hybrid data state and understand what data exists in their organization. B, they can then use to search that data and you know power their business insights. And third, they also can use that uh, insight to essentially understand what sensitive data exists in their organization. So in order to lay the foundations of effective data governance, Azure Purview today is available for them. And we are happy to announce that we are making Azure Purview a generally available service. Uh, and it's been GA since 28th of September. Now, the way to think about Azure Purview is that you have your operational databases, you have your analytical stores, and all of that is now operating in a governed way with Azure Purview. So you're truly unlocking the power of all Azure data service in a governed manner and making sure that you're compliant to your regulations. So as I mentioned, we are generally available in the last uh, six months or so since we have been public preview, we have discovered more than 57 billion assets across uh, multiple organizations and their data state. And there are more than 2000 customers who are using Purview today. And the way to understand what is available with Azure Purview uh, at GA is we, we have support for 35 sources and file formats that we are able to scan out of the box and build this data map. Now think of this data map as a graph where we are capturing key pieces of information like technical metadata, we are capturing semantic metadata where we have a classification engine to support 200 plus classifiers out of the box like social security, Australia tax file number. And these are 
exist across different domains like personal, government, security, and you can bring your own classifications as well. And also business metadata where you can stamp business context onto the asset and then use that business context to search information in your map. So on top of this map, we have these applications, Purview Data Catalog, which is again GA. So both data map, catalog, uh, the sources that we support in our integrations are generally available. And then we also allow the Office of Chief Data Officers to gain insights into your data state. And that today is also available, but that is still in preview and we'll in incrementally work to launch that in GA in upcoming iterations. Now, Purview as a service is being used by a bunch of data producers and consumers. And as I mentioned, it is tightly coupled with other Azure services like Synapse Analytics, where you can go in your Synapse workspace and do a Purview powered search to search for assets across your entire hybrid data estate. You can scan your on-prem SQL servers and kind of catalog all those assets. You can scan your entire Power BI tenant and scan your reports, dashboards, similarly, Azure SQL. And also one of the key aspects is our integration with M365, where if you have Microsoft information protection labels that exist in the M365 ecosystem, now they can be extended to your hybrid data state with Azure Purview. And also all the classifications that we support out of the box are extended from, again, the M365 ecosystem into your entire hybrid estate with Azure Purview. So as I mentioned, we are in GA. So there are a couple of key things that we announced uh, at GA. One of the, the big things is that our capability to be able to scan your Amazon S3 uh, buckets is generally available now. So this is great from a multi-cloud perspective because not only we are embracing Azure, but we are from get-go embracing the multi-cloud nature of your data state, the hybrid nature of your data state and enabling these sources out of the box. In addition to that, uh, there are a bunch of sources that are available now in public preview and we are launching many more soon as well. So we just wanted to mention that we are iteratively adding based on customer feedback, these new sources and we are on a very aggressive journey to double and triple our connective ways so that you can do meta scanning, classification, and capture lineage from those sources as well. So if I were to just go back and uh, you know show you how this all works, uh, so this is again Azure portal where you have provisioned your Purview account. And then once you launch uh, Azure Purview Studio here, you uh, launch Open Purview Studio, you go onto the home page of Azure Purview. And as I've shown in my previous week, uh, showcase, the demos around how easy it is to populate your map, how you can consume information from the map after that data map is populated, how you can manage your business terms. And because I'm a super admin, I'm able to see everything here. Uh, now, in terms of sources, I wanted to mention that there are a bunch of uh, additional sources, as I mentioned, that we have added. So if you click register, you can see that we have support for uh, Amazon S3, pretty much everything in Azure, and we've added support for modeling tools like Irwin. Our multi-cloud journey has been expanded in preview with Google BigQuery from a presentation layer perspective. We have Power BI and Looker. And from on-prem perspective, there's Hive Metastore, Oracle, Teradata and SQL Server as well. So we continue to add more and more sources over here. Okay. Now going back uh, to my presentation, uh, the other thing that we have done is 
as part of GA release, we have improved scanning and ingestion. Now, what that means is that earlier at public preview timeframe, we had these capabilities where you can scan, but we were not showcasing how much scan has progressed, how many so uh, you know assets have been remaining in terms of ingesting those into the catalog. So we have added these capabilities for customers to get full visibility into what has been scanned, what has been ingested into the catalog, how much time is remaining. If a failure happens, the exception gets exposed so that it is easy for them to work with support uh, to essentially capture all of that information and make sure uh, uh, they have full visibility into the entire process. So great pro progress that we have made uh, for our customers here. In addition to that, what we have done is uh, we have made our data map elastic. Now, what that means is that earlier when our customers would provision purview, they would essentially go and either get logged into a, a four capacity unit model or a 16 capacity unit model. And think of those capacity units as an abstraction of how much metadata storage you would get and throughput, which is basically API calls per second. Now, what we have done is that instead of locking them into a fixed model, we will start them from one capacity unit and we will automatically scale them up if they are scanning more or if they are calling APIs more or consuming information from the data map more, we'll scale them up if they're using more. And if they're not using, we'll scale them down. So we have enabled this elasticity in the model and essentially enabled pay-as-you-go model, which in turn would decrease the bill for our customers and only when they are using, they'll pay more. Otherwise, we'll bring them back down. So this is a very important capability that we heard in preview as feedback from our customers that we have enabled as part of our GA release. Now, in addition to that, what we have done is that we've enabled fine-grained access control. So last time when I came in, I showed this capability where customers can come and create these collections, right? And think of these collections as a way to organize your data map. Now here, I've organized my data map by data centers, and it's fully flexible concept, where as a customer, you can organize it in any way you want. You can have a collection inside a collection, as you see that I have organized it by data centers, and I have different sources, and then those sources have assets underneath that. Now, this is not only an organization concept now, for, uh, but we have enabled this as an ownership hierarchy, which means that now you can come to a particular collection and assign roles to say, who is the collection admin for it, or who is the data source admin, meaning who can connect to sources and scan sources underneath that collection, who is a data curator or a data reader. So this enables you to have fine-grained access control and control who sees what in your organization as part of the purview data catalog. So it's very important because if you are in finance, you might have some important assets that you don't want to enable it for the entire organization. So if you have created that hierarchy, then you can control uh, who sees those assets using this particular capability. So again, very important capability that we got as feedback from our customers that we've enabled as part of the GA release. Now, in addition, in addition to this, uh, we have carried forward onto the purview powered search experiences. So last time again, when I came in, I showed this experience around that you can go in your Synapse workspace and you can do a purview powered search where essentially as you type, uh, 
like in this case, as I type sales, the system is going to give me suggestions, uh, map my business term with physical assets in the map. And here, if you look, I'm in the Synapse workspace. Now, earlier, you were only able to do a workspace powered search, which means that is local to your workspace. You're only able to search, uh, you know, like your dedicated pools or serverless pools local to that workspace. But now with the purview powered search, you're able to search across your entire hybrid data estate because purview is scanning your Oracle instances, your Teradata instances. So now your data scientists or data analysts who are using this Synapse workspace can discover assets that they didn't even know existed in their organization. In addition, now they're able to search across Synapse workspaces as well. Because one of the common things that we have seen in organizations is that they, are, they don't have a single Synapse workspace. They could have multiple Synapse workspaces in the organization. So it's a very important concept uh, that we have enabled. Now, in addition to that, like once you search, you can further filter it down, right? By collection, by classification, uh, you want. And if you click one of those, uh, like let's say this asset is something that's interesting to me and I want to essentially explore this more. So what we have done is that we've enabled these productivity gestures where we automatically uh, uh, find that, oh, this particular SQL table is not part of my Synapse workspace. So you can create your link service directly from here and start to use it, or you can directly start to use this asset in your data flow uh, to do code-free data analytics as well. So again, from a, con a customer standpoint, this is huge productivity improvement where they come in, they search for something, they find it, and they find that, yes, this is what I want to use, and they can start to use it from there only. So a lot of things that we have improved upon on added into uh, uh, the purview uh, as part of our GA release. It sounds like it's putting together a huge amount of tools for data scientists, data analysts. They're going to be able to search the entire hybrid data estate. They're going to be able to enable chief data officers everywhere to really get insights across everything. And I really like that part where you said even stuff they didn't know existed. Yep. Yep, exactly. Right. So uh, the other pivot, as you mentioned, right, from a chief data officer standpoint, uh, we do have these insights that we enable for them where they can understand how is the data distributed across my hybrid data state. Right. And it's very important because now you have views like this to say, oh, my data is concentrated more in Blob and S4HANA. And I do have data in, in Looker, SAP ECC as well. Or if I, I'm a compliance admin, I want to understand from a sensitivity standpoint, uh, you know, what are the what is the sensitive data that exists in my organization? So you can look at these views and see, oh, there's IP addresses, EU debit cards being discovered. And then you can start from these top level views and let's just say US zip codes. And you can know the exact number of instances where these were uh, uh, found. And then you can go into those uh, assets as well. So again, start from top level views, go down to the actual asset. So this is very powerful uh, for CDOs to understand what sensitive data exists in their organization. Fantastic. So, yeah. So the way uh, uh, to think about this is like with respect to how we are enabling this as an ecosystem place that you as a customer can make most of your Microsoft investments and also your hybrid multi-cloud and operational analytics uh, data investments as well. So like, as you saw that 
Purview is being natively integrated into this ecosystem where we scan all your blob storage, we scan your subscription. So if you're a customer and you don't want to do point-wise connections, you can come and scan your entire subscription and we will do the heavy lifting of finding all the storage accounts, all the data lakes, all the SQL instances, Cosmos DB collections, and bringing it under the governance umbrella of Purview. Similarly, our integration with M365 is a huge uh, carry forward for customers who are in the M365 ecosystem and want to expand to their entire hybrid estate and do the governance and use Azure Purview to do it. So it's a carry forward for them and ability to scan your on-prem SQL server. And you'll see us investing more and more on the power platform side where integration with Dataverse, you know, uh, integration with Dynamics 365 is something that we're looking up in upcoming iterations as well. Very cool. So folks can go and learn about this. There's going to be an Azure, there has been an Azure Purview September event. They can yes. go and look up and they can go yes. and learn more about Purview and see how they can apply it to their own data governance issues immediately. Yes. So it's a GS service. They can go in Azure portal. They can provision an Azure Purview account. Uh, I'll talk about that more in a, in a minute. Uh, just wanted to mention that what are our capabilities that are generally available? Uh, so from a purview data map perspective, we have automated scanning of hybrid sources, our capability with AWS S3 data classification and lineage and the Atlas API support. So one of the things that, I, as I mentioned in the past as well, that we conform to open source Apache Atlas, which is, gives us a great extensibility point, because mm -hmm. if you have a customer who has a source that is not supported out of the box, which we will support in fullness of time, but you can use these open APIs to push your metadata and you know uh, lineage information into the Purview data map. Uh, so that's fully available for customers to use now. now. As part of Purview data catalog, you can browse and search information. We have a full business cross-tree experience. You can visualize your data lineage. And then as I mentioned, we do have data insights, but that's still in preview and we are working to make it generally available in upcoming iterations. And then in terms of integration, we do integrate with Synapse, Power BI, SQL Server, Azure SQL, and Microsoft Information Protection. Integration is still in preview as we are buttoning it up and making sure that an end-to-end -end scenario can be accomplished, starting from your office document to, let's say, uh, your SQL Server, to your Power BI, back to your PowerPoint, how the Microsoft Information Protection label can flow through that entire ecosystem. And then you can do enforcements as well. So in terms of our overall roadmap, uh, we talked about data catalog and data insights, but there are certain other key capabilities that we are building on top of the purview data map, which includes data sharing, data quality, and enforcements with data policy. So you'll see us uh, talking about these as we get ready for previews and launch them in market uh, and share more information about them. Now, as a customer you, uh, uh, or someone who wants to just try out, you can learn about more information with Get It Started uh, links that I have here. And also, uh, if I were to just quickly show you uh, what they are, so you can go to our Getting Started page and you can basically create a Purview account in less than three minutes. Uh, like it's super straightforward on having a subscription. There are defaults in place if you don't change it boom, the Purview account gets created. You can learn about more uh, about Purview going to our documentation where we have quick starts, we have tutorials about end-to-end -end things that you can do uh, with Purview. And then we also have this 
modules which allows you to essentially uh, learn about Azure Purview. So we have uh, these five, uh, five or six modules that you can kind of use to get started with Purview and learn about Purview and boot up. Fantastic. Lots of great information to learn about Azure Purview, this unified data governance service where you can explore all of the data that's under your purview. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Yep. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Scott. All right. We're learning all about how to govern our data wherever it is with Azure Purview today on Azure Friday. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Azure Friday. Now I need you to like it, comment on it, tell your friends, retweet it, watch more Azure Friday.